All right, welcome back to season two of Driving Performance. My name is Tom Shea. I'm your host. Today I am joined with Natasha Bedore, who runs the scene on the West Coast for Belly Welly. Belly Welly, if you do not know, offers gut-friendly, plant-based snack bars that cater to people with IBS. They're gluten-free, dairy-free, low sugar, and certified low FODMAP bars take a whole lot of BS out of IBS. Natasha, welcome to Driving Performance. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, the last Expo East, have you been to Expo before? Yes, I have. Okay. Not with Belly Welly, actually as an outside rep that was having to sell people into my own trade show that I was well, working found, with. Found, oh, right, found, found made. made. Yeah. yeah, so it's a totally different dynamic. It's nice yeah. being on the other side of the booth. Totally. Yeah. Um, so we're gonna we're definitely going to touch on Founder Made, but uh, just to give you a quick rundown on how this is going to play out. As we are in the truck, there are a few stops on this route. First stop is going to be Origin Story. So all the life moments and nature and nurture and inflection points that got you to where you are today. Mm -hmm. um, then we will hop into some questions specifically about your experience at Belly Welly and how scaling that has gone, um, things that happened in the past, as things that you're looking at towards the future. And then we'll wrap up with stop three, which is uh, a game we call the Hot Box, which is a tongue-in-cheek version of the Hot Seat with uh, this or that rapid-fire questions. Then we'll wrap. Sound good? Sounds perfect. All right. So where do you want to start? You want to go King's College? You want to go before? You want to go after? You know, I think let's go pre-college, the path I thought I was going to be on, okay. and then how that deviated along the way. All right, let's see. And it. how you just have to ride with the divine wind and let it carry you to where you need to be. Okay. So I always thought that I would be an actress on the stage with the lights on me. I could see it. Yeah. I mean, I'm really thriving right now. I'm crushing, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. So that was my goal, first and foremost, was to be an actress. I was looking at going to DePaul's Theater okay. School in Chicago. And then all of a sudden, I had this realization, I don't want to put all of my eggs in one basket. So then I ended up going to a liberal arts school in New York City, the King's College, studied politics, philosophy, economics, so I can throw Nicomachean ethics out at a cocktail party. As one does. As one does. Thank you, Aristotle. However, when I graduated, I also had a excursion in London studying theater. Okay. So I graduated as a liberal arts major that studied theater in London. So I was just lost right. on what I wanted to do. I was just like, oh, crap. Like, yeah. I don't have a major that right. has a set path. So then I ended up taking a job in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, thinking I wanted to go into finance. Okay. After taking- Same, the, by the way. Yeah. I, did you have to take the Series 7 ever? No, but okay. I interned at a hedge fund and realized like, wait, actually you just did this because of secondhand like peer pressure because yes. everyone else was doing it. <laughs> Precisely. And my dad and my brother are both in finance. Yeah. So I was just like, oh, it runs in the family. Safe. It's going to be fine. Yeah. One Milwaukee after the polar vortex, not the place to be. <laughs> Wait, I have a story. When I moved to Chicago, yeah. it was a hundred degree swing from LA. And I have a video, January 4th, negative 14 degrees. There is someone ice skating on the sidewalks of Chicago with his hands on his back. Just, no. Yeah. So I get which, you on the polar vortex. I love Chicago. It's the best. Which people were trying to tell me that Milwaukee was a miniature Chicago before I moved there. Is it not? It's nothing like mm, Chicago. Brutal. I would take that Hiawatha train down to Chicago just to escape <laughs> Milwaukee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So did that for 11 months. It really came to fruition that finance was not my path after I took the SIE, which is that preparatory exam for the Series right. 7. And as I'm studying it, I'm like, I'm not passionate about this. I don't care right. about any of this. 
So then FounderMade reached out to me via a friend and they were like, we would love for you to start January of 2020. So I left Milwaukee, packed my apartment, hopped on a plane, moved to New York, started with FounderMade. We were prepping like for the event. Move. It's also, you know, you're going from one industry you didn't like, but did you know that this industry was going to be more amenable? Yes. Or agreeable? Yeah, I... Or was it a leap of faith? It was a leap of faith. I okay. take a lot of leaps of faith in right. life. But I also like to analyze before I make that jump. Like, I'll look at the leap itself. I'm like, okay, what's this distance right, like? Right, right. If I fall, what will the ramifications, what will the injury look like? And then I just take the leap of faith, yeah. usually. Like, right. I'll, I'll do it. So, went to FounderMade, was in sales, and then COVID hit. And so we were prepping for the New York show. I was trying to sell sponsors. Which year was then this? It was 2020. So I, I started in January. Go ahead. Yeah. Started in January 2020. And then as soon as Expo West canceled, that was the big sign. It was like right, all trade shows done. are going to be canceled. Right. So then we had to pivot to a virtual trade show model, okay. which actually drove a lot of value. Really? for our sponsors at the end of the day because they couldn't go anywhere else to connect with That's retailers fair. or investors or even editors, for right. instance, during the pandemic. So I ended up moving to Key West during the pandemic because I could work remotely. Oh, all right. And <laughs> I always wanted to live in Key West. It was a dream of mine. Damn, how fun. So another leap of faith. Right. I was just like, we're going to do this. you know anyone this. or you just I didn't know it. anybody. Send it? I just send it. Same with Milwaukee. New wow. York, I knew people, obviously. But I'm, oh, I'm a big full send, just do it kind of girl. So then I moved to Key West, bought a boat, lived on the sailboat. And then, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was are those fun. shells from Key West? They're not from Key West. <laughs> yeah, they're not. Oh, uh, actually, where are these ones from? Amazon. Hell yeah. Yeah, Amazon. Love I had that. a different Love that one for you. that broke. That was from the BBI. So it was a bit more authentic. And then if I don't have shells on, I literally feel so out of place. And I, it's not right for me not to have Love shells it. on. Yeah. Love it. It's a part of my own branding now. Um, so Key West, yes. FounderMade. Are you with FounderMade until things go back and are you pulled back into the city? Or is that where there's another leap? There's another leap. There's another leap. There's another leap. There's always going to be a leap Leapception. in my life. Yeah, big leap girl. Grand jetting. So about a year into working virtually with FounderMade on these virtual events, I just I got burnt out with the virtual events. I wanted to do something else. So then a charter company that was down in Key West hired me on as their charter manager because okay. their current charter manager was leaving. They thought they saw how I interacted was with people. Was it like what type of? Are you talking like cruises? Are you talking yeah, like fishing? Boats? Great question. It, Catamarans. Okay. So we right, had 12 all right. catamarans all together, private charters. You could do the dry tortugas or you could go out for four hours with a bachelorette trip, for okay, instance. Oh, yeah. Fun. So that is where I learned so much about being able to handle people. Under yeah, handle people, but then also be in like high pressure situations and make difficult decisions. Right. And then also, yeah, learn how to get yelled at and yeah. just like smile and be like, <laughs> I understand. Fine. Yeah, it's yeah. fine. It's fine. So now I'm like, anything can get thrown my way and I'm, right. I'm ready for it. Awesome. And then how did we get to Belly Wally? Yeah. So then we got to Belly Wally because I, after Key West, I got burnt out of the charter business after a year and a half. For about half of that time there, I was the only person really working at the charter business, like in person. Right. The owner was away. So... It was me, 
myself and I. Holding it down. And I was living in the marina where all the right. boats were too. So right. I couldn't escape work. Right. I'd be on my boat at 11 p.m. and somebody would be calling me with a problem. Right. So I'd be like, oh, okay, I'm coming in my pajamas yeah. to help solve the boat issue. <laughs> so then I moved up to Miami. Founder made reached back out to me and they're like, would you like to join us again? Because we're back to in-person. So everything aligned that way. So I decided to take that step and worked with FounderMade again for about six months. Found the position with Belly Welly though, and immediately knew that that's where I needed to be because I was a huge fan of Belly Welly before okay. that. Saw the hot girls have IBS. Yeah, hot girls have IBS. Thought it was so brilliant. I found the job on Force Brands, reached out Force to Katie. Brands? Yeah, okay. reached out shout to out Katie. Yeah, shout out to Force Brands. Reached out to Katie on LinkedIn. She was so excited. She's like, love that you DM'd me. Let's yeah. hop on a call tomorrow. Right. And the whole entire conversation was just us all excited. We have a very similar energy. Yeah. And yeah. so she, you're, you were in New York at this time? No, I was in Miami. Miami. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. He was so you were helping founder made, which was East Coast, West Coast. Yeah. East Coast, West Coast. You it. could work remotely with okay, them. Okay. Got, so, got it. Got it. Yeah. Okay. So Belly Willie, um, did you start in the, like, did you start uh, as a territory manager or was it something that evolved? Yeah, it's, it's still evolving sure. as well as we're figuring out where I really thrive, which working with customers, talking to managers, being in field is really where I shine. Right. We have this program where, you know, we're going meeting with Sprouts managers and that's really helped us a lot as a brand because when you make a relationship with these managers, they're going to want to find avenues to support you. If there's 100%. a display that they can put it's like up. like the low-key hack people don't understand. Yeah, that like absolutely. They'll help face up the shelves. Yes. And like if a customer comes by, like, oh, what do you think? Yeah. You know, they're your they're your reps. They're the only way to scale. The first, so my first day with Belly Welly, I did a round of store visits in San Diego. Kind of just like threw myself in there. Right. Let's see how this goes. And so there was this woman in the bar aisle. And all throughout the day, I was trying to engage with consumers like, hey, do you want to try a bar? And so many people denied me, which is right. weird to me. Why wouldn't you take a free food yeah, item? Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm a big free girl. Like, I love that stuff. I love free it's items. It's free. It's for me. Yeah, precisely. So I'm just getting burnt out from people being like, no, I don't want to try this. So finally, it's the last store visit. I see this woman. She's looking at all of these bars. And I was thinking to myself, just go for it. Try it one more time. Take that leap of faith. She gets so excited. We're talking for 30 minutes. She tries the bars. I get her reaction on video. I send it to Katie. She's beyond thrilled. This woman buys two cases of our crunchy peanut butter chocolate flavor. Okay. We part ways. I get her number. We stay in touch. She ended up emailing Katie direct directly right. and was like, I met Natasha from your team. She's awesome. Right. She did such an excellent job. I will now be buying Belly Welly moving forward. Love it. And so the best those moments, yeah. like those small, tiny moments that you think are wasted sometimes because you've had so many no's, it's worth just totally. continuing to do it because it could change so much. I remember teaching snowboarding, thankless job. People think it's easy and you're on your ass for like three days straight. But oh. to your point, you just have one person or one situation or like one thing per week where someone it clicks yeah. and you realize they're going to be, you know, doing this sport for their entire yeah. life and they, you know, teaching their kids. And they're like, all right, this is worth it. I think anything in the education realm is, is sort of down that path. Absolutely. Yeah. But, um, all right, let's talk, stop to, let's talk about belly welling. So 
how would you describe Belly Willie? Belly Willie as a brand? Yes. Okay. We'll get into the products. Okay, absolutely. I can also always talk about the team too, but Belly yeah. Willie as a brand, fun, approachable. Mm. Pink. Pink. Obviously pink. <laughs> I didn't want to go there. Eccentric, quirky. Yeah. yeah. You know, uh, there's this word that I love. It's called sui generis. Sui generis. S-U-I-G-E-N-E-R-I-S. And it means of its own class, of its own category. And that's how I feel Belly Welly is. I would say that's accurate. I don't yeah. really know. I don't have a like, oh yeah, Nestle has this that competes with it. Um, tell me about the products. How many SKUs? What flavors? Yeah, we have six SKUs. Yep. So the flavors include cinnamon roll, fudge brownie, crunchy peanut butter chocolate, which is by far the best one. You can't um, pick favorites, they're like kids. Well, yeah, I know. I have my favorites. Every it's parent it's has the a favorite, skew. right? It so far, so we launched it in June of this past year. Okay. It's past summer. And already it's like Crushing. creeping up to yeah. being number one. Because chocolate chip cookie has been number one, but crunchy peanut butter chocolate is coming up. Yeah. That's the one that's in Target too. Okay. It's yeah, and so let's talk about that. Um, obviously, you manage a lot of those relationships on the West Coast. What doors are is Belly Willie in right now? So currently, Bristol Farms, Gelson's, Sprouts, Mother's Organic Market, Target, yeah. and then HEB Central Market, okay. Fresh Time, Cool. Um, Thrive yeah. Market. Got it. Yeah. Um, and how many doors is that roughly? Oh man. That's a great question. It's probably over a thousand. At this yeah, it's point. over a yeah, thousand. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Um, how do you, how Easily. does one think about supporting that many doors and launching in retail? I, what we have found to be successful, going back to that point of Sprouts and just making relationships with managers, well, forging those relationships. I should say with those managers, is having a field team that is dedicated to those store visits. Right. That's interacting with consumers, that's getting to know the managers, that's handing out samples to, right. to the employees at the store. That goes such a long way. Right. Bringing them branded gear. Yeah. Every time I go in, they're like, can we get another shirt or yeah, can yeah, we get yeah. another hat? And they're wearing it too, which is right. fabulous brand awareness for us. Because right. if the Sprouts grocery manager is wearing our hat, people are seeing that in store. And what do you think brands that... Like, what do you think brands are not acting against well? So I think the line of questioning here is a lot of people who are tuning in are starting brands or currently have brands. And I would like to feel like we're uniquely positioned to sort of demystify what the like territory management role entails and what it means to do that successfully and do it well. Yeah. Um, because that's probably like, you know, something that's weighing on a lot of people's mind is like, okay, cool. You got nationwide health foods. Well, like, yeah that's cool but like what exactly. are you gonna do yeah so how do you think about and maybe like a let's go through a week or like you know the different things that you might be doing in support of the brand on, on a typical week yeah it's genuinely store visits yeah day after day like demoing or not so much demo i work closely with the demo team yeah alicia she's our head of demo marketing and she's doing a fabulous job but it's advantageous when I go in for her because I can hear from the stores. These are the days where the demos work really well. Or when you did the demo this last time, this didn't work so well. You should do this instead. So I'm hearing that from the Sprouts managers, taking that back to okay. Alicia. But from my role as the 
territory manager of the West Coast. Every single day I'm hopping in my car, doing those store visits. Right. It's not so much demoing the product. It's more like just building buzz for Belly Welly right. within some of these retail stores. Another anecdote I go back to is with Mother's Market. I was in there. We have three SKUs that are sitting on the shelf and they had put us on the bottom shelf. So I started chatting up with some yeah, of the employees yeah. there. You know, I'm handing them bars, getting them excited about Belly Welly. And then one of the employees, he's like, you know what? I'm going to move these bars up for you. And he moved them up to eye level for us. Right. So that we would have better visibility 100%. on the shelf. Yeah. Like, Love it. Yeah. Yeah. We talked it's, about it earlier. I mean, that, that's the ultimate hack is absolutely. getting people to support you when you're not there to support the brand yourself. Yeah, exactly. Um, everyone I've met on the Belly Welly teams, Pretty fun. So why don't you talk about Seven. the team and the team dynamic? How big is the team, yeah. roughly? Uh, we have eight team members. Okay. Yeah. How would you describe the team? Oh, man. Once again, I don't want to use the same terms that I used for describing the brand. The brand <laughs> but well, that's, that checks out, though. It that checks, checks out, out, though. It really does. Katie has done such a phenomenal job of curating a team that works really well together. There's no one there that is... I don't want to say stuck up, but there's not a bad energy on the team. Like right. everybody gets along. And one thing too, that I really love about the leadership of Belly Welly is that Katie and Tyson, they're delegating. They're asking us questions. They're bringing us in, the, right. you know, me not as pretending like, they know what no, no one knows. <laughs> they'll call us up with questions. Katie will ask for my opinion on a name for yeah. a product or you know, what should we be looking at doing this week? Yeah. It's very much like we're all part of the leadership team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, you know, we don't feel sense. so siloed. Super motivating too, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, how, or what was the reason Belly Welly was started? So obviously there's a tie-in for the IBS, but is there a story around like why Katie sort of went down this path or the origin story of the brand? Yeah, absolutely. So Katie was diagnosed with IBS. So she really couldn't eat anything that was packaged in sweets. So if she had a craving, it right. was gluten-free toast with maybe yeah, some that, something that on top of it. it. Like it's it. just not it. So her husband, Nick, went on a mission to create a bar that she could enjoy. And that's exactly what he did. They started off in their own kitchen and then it grew so quickly. And the brand, of course, evolved. But I think really that pivotal moment for her was when she created that billboard hot girls have ibs oh, so great it's so brilliant putting on the trucks yeah, it's gonna be fun our whole mission really is to make gut health fun and approachable yeah 70 percent of americans deal with some form of a gut health what issue is the number? 70 percent. 70 percent. holy shit That's and crazy. it's yeah we just we want to destigmatize that conversation and let people feel comfortable talking about it yeah absolutely. and the amount of women and men that have come up to the booth today and they saw that my stomach always hurts stickers. Right. They're like, oh, this is so me. Yeah. And we totally. need to get a clicker. So every time someone says that, we can get a count going. I love that. Um, seems like taking uh, leaps of faith and sending it has been a big part of your life. Yes. What, do you, what advice do you have for people who might be on the edge and are trying to figure out whether they should take a leap of faith? I like this question. There's... A saying that I always go back to, and it's um, die with memories, not with dreams. 
And that to me is whenever I'm at a crossroads of what should I do or should I leap, should I do this? I think of that phrase and will I regret not doing this someday down the line? And, you know, analyze that leap of faith, like I said, Understand the risks, calculate it, right. see the, how many feet is this leap? Can I do it? Will I make it? Can I de-risk it? And just, yeah. Another piece of advice with that is just sign month-to-month -month leases. Don't <laughs> sign long-term <laughs> leases. Love it. I've I made love that it. mistake once. They're sort of hard to come by yeah, for what it's, it's worth. It's very difficult to come by, but you can find them. Uh, that is a big, big piece of advice, though, is... Don't sign long-term leases. Love it. And just think of your future self. Will you be happy with the decisions you've made? Awesome. That's and great, great also advice. Also, another one of my little slogans, too, is do it for the memoir. Do it for the memoir? Do it for the memoir. Sort of like a classier YOLO. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm all about a classy YOLO moment. Love it. Okay. All right. So, um, you know, your background in theater, you've won, like, national speech competitions. I'm curious, what lessons have transcended well from your past life into what is now your current life? Yeah, love this. So being in theater, you have to take a ton of improv classes. Right. So one lesson I always learned was yes and. Never give somebody a no, give them a yes and, okay. and continue that conversation. Right. Second piece is you can speak publicly if you become another character. It's much easier to speak publicly when you just take on another role. So when I was working in finance, my manager came up to me one day and he tells me that he wants me to go to Chicago, present to the investment bankers on financial wellness, 401ks, Roth IRAs. Your favorite topics. My favorite topics that I'm so well-versed in. So on the way there, I'm thinking, okay, who's the character that I want to become? I grew up loving Mad Men. Great show. From middle school, high school forward, or really high school, college forward. And so during that presentation, I became Don Draper, minus the whiskey and cigarette smoking right, in adulterous ways. And it helped me. Like, I was oh, just okay. like, I'm going to become this character. I'm going to be confident. It's like the Joker, play, you know, yes. training for that role. Yeah, yeah literally. <laughs> me on the train, everyone's like, is she okay over there? <laughs> just talking to myself like I'm Don Draper. And it, re it really does help. Yeah. Like, take on another role. Totally. Be the person you want to be. And public speaking becomes much easier. I love it. Yeah. I love that. All right, so stop three here, uh, the hot box. I'm gonna ask you some this or that rapid fire questions. Okay. Try not to think about them too much. Okay. And just Brains respond off. with the first one that comes to mind. You ready? Yes. All right, cold plunge or hot tub? Hot tub. Beach house or ski house? Beach house. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Sunrise or sunset? Sunrise. D2C or DTC? Oh, D2C. All right, there you go. Neat or messy? Neat. Corgi or Golden Retriever? Golden Retriever. Tennis or golf? Tennis. Pineapple pizza or candy corn? Pineapple pizza. Yeah, I think it's pretty good, actually. Yeah. Uh, live music or DJ? Live music. Sweet snacks or salty snacks? Sweet snacks. And yeah, mm -hmm. sort of a layup. Yeah. Call or text? Call. Okay. Reading or writing? Reading. Work remote or work on site? Work remote. Uh, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, or TikTok? Instagram. Instagram? Yeah. I do. Dancing or people watching? Dancing. Give up bread or cheese for life? This is cruel. Yeah, Dave, listen. Okay, okay, okay. Happy, happy, uh, cheese <clears throat> or bread? Cheese. Cheese. Cheese? Yeah. Even bread? Yeah. 
Paul from Marlboro had a good point. There's a lot of like pretty good alt cheeses out there right yeah. now. So it's like, yeah, yeah, pretty, that's a, yeah, that's a pretty good close. Yeah. Bread would just be so hard. Yeah, bread I'm would a be big pasta tough. girl, so yeah. Um, board games or video games? Board games. $50 on red or black? Betting. If you're at the bed at a casino. Oh, I'm that obviously not black. a gambling girl. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> take on this personality of Don Draper. Um, red. All right, there we go. Start early or leave late? Start early. Playlists or podcasts? Playlists. Speak to animals or speak 10 languages? Speak 10 languages. Okay. Yeah. It's pretty cool to talk to animals. I know that would actually be really cool. But then I think I'd become that weird animal girl. Yeah, that's just, fair. Like, just talking yeah, to animals sort of all a, the time. Just you. Yeah. Back to Don Draper. Just yes. Talking, yeah. talking to himself. He wouldn't talk to animals. <laughs> um, telepathy or teleportation? Teleportation. Trucks or billboards? I, there we go. <laughs> billboards on trucks. I know. Trucks on driving a billboard. You guys had a cool billboard, too. Yeah. I'll allow it. Uh, receive good news or bad news first? Bad news first. All right. Well, the bad news is we've come to our last stop. Oh, of course. Um, Natasha, thanks so much. This is Thank a lot you. of fun. I, I loved having you on. Wanted to give you a chance to let the audience know where they can learn more about you, connect with you, where they can learn more about Belly Welly and where they can find Belly Welly in store. Yeah, absolutely. So you can find us in store, Sprout specifically. We're in the nutrition bar section. Target, we're in the snack bar section. We have a pack of four there. You can find me, Instagram, Natasha, F-E-D-O-R-O-W-C-Z-A-K. Okay. That's my actual long. <laughs> All right. Eastern European last name. Cool. And then LinkedIn to talk to the door. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks. Awesome. That's a wrap. Thank you, Tom. There we go. Good job.